title of the message today is Hope is Prayer and Protection. And I want to talk, I last week brought up the armor of God. And as I was reading that, again last week and going over it, this that I'm, we're going to talk about today come into my heart. In Hebrews 10.23, it says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. And I, I love the word hope. The definition is a positive expectation of good. So many times we use the word hope as a question. I hope it happens. I hope this takes place. I hope I can. I've heard people say, you know, you talk to them about uh, the Lord and you say, are, are you going to heaven? And they say, I hope so. Duh. The word hope in the Bible, the definition is not a question. The word hope in the Bible is a positive expectation of good. So you know that it's going to happen. But we have, we have been so blessed to be given the power of prayer. Now, prayer is not begging God for anything. It used to be in my life where you felt like the pastor would put such an emotional trip on you that you felt like you had to come to the altar and you had to repent of all your sins and you had to, you had to ask him to forgive you and you had to beg him to help you for the coming day. Every bit of that is not in Scripture. Everything in my life has been taken care of. All of my sins have been forgiven. I'm at a place, you're at a place where we can come to, the, come to him with a boldness and we can, we can talk to him about our life. We can, we, can, we can express our trust in him. That's prayer. We can, we can express our heart's desire. And he says he gives you the desire of your heart. We can express our, expect, our expectations for the day and what God's doing. We can come to that place where we can express the needs of others and ourselves. We have needs, but we don't have to beg God for our needs. We have to thank him for our needs. We thank him that he's going to take care of us. We thank him that his word says he never leaves us or forsakes us. We thank him that he's going to take care of every situation in our life. We thank him that we're going to heaven. It's a guarantee. The Bible says that it's a guarantee that if you believe in Jesus, that he died and rose again, it's a guarantee. So you don't beg him to go. You thank him that you get to go. And the whole, your whole your whole prayer life can change in that. And we recognize that in Isaiah 6, 62, 7, it says, Give no rest until, the, until he completes his work. Or in the Amplified, it says, Keep not silent. In other words, then we've got the scripture in the New Testament that says, Pray without ceasing. Well, what does that mean? That means just what it says. That your life is always under your breath or in your heart or in your mind Always, always, always having communications with him. Folks, you cannot build a relationship unless you talk. You cannot build a relationship unless you share your heart. You can't build a relationship unless the other person or God knows. He, he knows you, but yet the Bible says we don't even know our own heart. So as you share your heart... And you share the word, the, words, the word says that it divides the intents and the emotions in our heart. It divides our thoughts and our intents. So sometimes when you're talking to him, you recognize that's not really, that, 
I, I really shouldn't be going that way or going that direction in my life. I've got to back off and trust you totally. I've, that's building a relationship to where then when you turn to him, always you know his thoughts. You know his intents. Why? Because you've spent time in prayer with him. Prayer is the most important thing there is. Nothing, absolutely nothing happens until somebody prays. I'm right here because of my mother. First, she wanted me to be a dentist. And then she recognized there's no way that man's ever going to be a dentist. God use him. And I'm right here because of her. Now, it took 32 years before I finally heard God's call call. I knew at 12, but I ran from it until I was 30. Didn't really run from it, just never knew how to get here. Well, how'd that all happen? Prayer. This building is here because of prayer. We walked the ground in prayer. To claim it when it was still an old trailer court with old buildings and trees and the mess it was here. We walked the circle, me and Ed Spiller. And we said, Lord, if this is where you want us, we're claiming this for you. Well, what happened? You're about 12 feet lower than the ground was. We had to get rid of all the junk on top <laughs> to get down to God's soil. Prayer, prayer. But as I was, as, as I was reading in the, in the direction of the armor of God, I want to read just from uh, Ephesians 6. I want to read 14 to 18 in the New King James. It says, stand therefore. Now, he's talked about at the end times what you do, what you do with the word. He says, stand therefore having girded your waist with truth. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, which will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. These armors, this that he has given us, he, he did all this for us. If you place this in your prayer life, in your, in your knowing and how you speak, your prayers are going to be a life of his truth. In other words, everything he told you is true. So in your prayer life, subconsciously, what you bring forth as you pray to him, you know that it's truth. Then it goes on. You've got to know that you're in right standing or you won't feel like you should even be able to go to him. But since I'm in right standing and you're in right standing because of the blood of Jesus, what he did, we can come to him without having to go through someone else. And we can come to him anywhere, every place, no matter what is going on in your life. We have a right to be there. Well, you can't pray properly if you don't feel that. If you don't know that's inside of you. If you don't recognize it was done for you. And then we come to the place, if you're allowing the world to dictate your peace. I was coming down past the swimming pool, the highway. And I heard something go clunk, clunk. And I thought, I didn't see anything. 
And by the time I got right over here by the church, I had a big, on my computer screen in my car, big warning, tire flat, tire flat, slow down. Well, I couldn't feel it because it's run flat tires, so I, I slowed down. I thought, well, it's just getting low. And I pulled up in front of the house, and I got out, and I went, yeah, my front tire was flat. Only 3,000 miles on the tires. Then I went to bed, and I thought, well, I'll get up in the morning, and I'll have to jack the car up. And I got up in the morning, and both tires on that side were flat. Now, there was a time in my life, don't even need to share that. It did not affect me a bit. Why? Because as I walked in the house, I said, Lord, I got to get up and change a tire. And he probably could have told me tires, but he didn't. <laughs> ruined. Didn't just put holes in it. Ruined both tires. Had to purchase two very expensive tires. But God. You say, well, aren't you sad? No. It was a little difficult raising up the whole side of the car with this great big battery underneath my car and, and doing it. But it was just, it all worked out. And I was able to go down and they ordered the tires. Had them the next morning. I was able to get them back on by Friday afternoon. Didn't miss a beat of the things that I had planned. God's good. But I'm telling you, in your prayer life, if you're walking in the peace of the world, it gets your mind to going the wrong way, and it's very difficult to stay in the place of prayer that you're supposed to be and trusting Him. And it goes on. Knowing the salvation, which means, the helmet of salvation, which means your mind, your will, your emotions, that, has, that, that needs to be recognized that He is always transforming, and He is always keeping your mind, and He wants you to keep your thoughts on everything that goes on towards Him and not the problem. We recognize the problem, but we don't need to look at the problem. We look at the promises in our thinking, in our, in our going. The word that come forth this morning was exactly everything I've been preaching. Everything I've been preaching, she put in one package. We've got to change our perspective. We are not living in this world. We're passing through, we're breathing, we're eating, but we're from heaven. And everything we look at, we should be looking at in prayer through this armor that's on us, the faith. Faith is exactly what it is. I don't know what the next minute's going to be. I could fall over dead right here, boom. <coughs> That was a true cough. <laughs> but faith is the substance of things hoped for, positive expectation of good that's coming, that I know is coming. He says it's coming. It tells me in the Bible what I have. So why would I beg God for something I know I'm going to get, but everything's in his timing, but it's still coming. So, so I, I've got to live in a life of recognizing that I have a shield of faith around about me and everything the devil's throwing at me, I've got to, I've, I know that it's going to be blocked by that faith which backs me up to keep my thoughts right. But I can't have any of my prayer life 
without knowing that I've got all this and recognizing that it's right there in just a few verses, what I need. Then it talks about the sword of the Spirit. What's the sword of the Spirit? It's the Word of God. And that come forth this morning. We speak the Word over every situation. Cancer is nothing but a name. It's killing millions of people, and I agree with that, but we can stand against it. You say, well, what if it don't work? What if it does? What if that time you curse that cancer, it finally has to leave? But that comes out of the Word. And how do I pray if I don't know it comes out of the Word and know that it's part of the armor that I have? On a, I don't leave the house without this armor. I don't get up out of bed without this armor. When I had a little bit of arrhythmia with my heart, Brad come over, and I couldn't even walk to the bathroom. I'd got so weak. You can't even get up without his armor. You've got to come to that place of recognizing he's got this all for you. Colossians 4.2 says, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in, in it with thanksgiving. That is the key to prayer. Thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you that my family, thank you that my wife, thank you that my kids, thank you that my husband, thank you, thank you, Lord. You don't talk the problem. You don't even have to explain the problem. He knows the problem. We've all got problems, and we're all, we're all blinded to some of the stuff we do. That's where communications with your mate Communication with your friends comes out because you get so close, they can share with you a blind spot and you're not offended by it. But you can't go there if you're not first spending time in prayer, trusting God with everybody you're around. This is the answer to everything that goes on in our life. You say, well, I've got, I've got trouble in my, I, I got a teacher I don't like. Students, I got a coach I don't like. You know, it's crazy. Doc and I were talking about this. Nowadays, for some reason, it's the mindset, I love this sport. I love the, the camaraderie with, with the rest of the other athletes, but I don't like the coach, so I'm not going to play. Well, wait till they get in life. And they've got to make a living. And they don't like the boss. Get over it and let God use it to grow you up. Because if you're affected by somebody... They're rubbing you different. <coughs> I do not have tickle in my throat. Aha. I do have an answer. I can't get the lid off. God is our source for everything, but we've got to know that we've got the armor that equips us. Then the, the, the next thing in that is pray. Pray always. And it says pray in the Spirit. Well, well, what's praying in the Spirit? Praying in the Spirit is praying in tongues that you don't even know what you're praying, but it's exactly what he needs to hear. You can only pray for a situation so much, and then you don't know what to pray. Well, then you just adjust in the, in the Spirit and allow God to pray. It tells us this in Romans that when you can't pray, he'll pray for you. That's exactly what this is talking about. And learn to pray to the place where you, you're prayed out to where you have peace. That it, it's, that's, that's all it needs to be prayed. The answer is coming. Because the answer is coming, folks. Hmm. 
That's what's so awesome about this. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, pray without ceasing. Well, we, we've already talked about that. Let's just keep it going. So, looking at the, the armor of God, we speak the truth. He holds everything in his hand. So we speak the truth of the situation. We speak the truth of the word, like Lisa brought forth. We speak, we speak the answer to the problem. I guarantee you that Harold was praying either loud or quietly as a state patrolman was, because he knew the, what the consequences was. Does that make it right for Harold to drive fast? No, but come on. When you're passing somebody that's speeding up, it's a little hard not to keep the accelerator down to try to get around them. Now, with the car I'm driving, I don't have that problem. I can just go blip, pew. But then I look down and I'm doing 100. Does it make it right? No. Do I live that way? No. That's an idiot. Anybody could, a deer could cross the, how many times has that happened? No, you, you, the, the laws and the, the guidelines are set to protect you. You go past them, you could get in trouble. But my point is, prayer is the answer to every situation. What if he was a heathen and he had no communications with the Father? He's not going to get much help. You say, well, God loves everybody. I understand that, but God's got a lot of people that don't like him. And he, he doesn't even know them. It says in the words, it says in the word, I didn't even know you. But I come to church, but I didn't even know you. you, you it's relationship. It's, it's about relationship. It's about understanding that his word is the truth, but it all comes back to the armor that we've got. The right standing. The enemy recognizes, listen, listen, in your prayer, the enemy recognizes your position by the way you speak. He recognizes in your... Lord, I thank you that I'm in right standing with you because of the blood of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. All of a sudden, the enemy goes... Oh. I might as well just go and come back later. Because he's covered by the blood of Jesus. Now, if you didn't pray in that tone, if you didn't pray in that positive side of the word, if, you didn't pray, if, you, if you're praying the, the problem that's already been answered, then you've, you're removing the shield of faith. Are you following me? So when you read through that scripture, you know, peace. The enemy hears our place of peace and sees it in our prayer. He, he sees that you're relaxed with it all. I, I'm, seriously, I, I, I opened the blind and I looked out and there sat my new car sitting on the rims. And it was like, oh, that was it. I'm serious. You say, well, who are you? No, I, I have, I've went through in my life and recognized that my only answer to life is that word. And I've got a little revelation I'm going to choke again. I've got a little revelation on when you go through things. Somebody that has lost their, their mate and somebody that hasn't does not have the same revelation. 
and I could go back through my life of things that have happened. So when two tires are flat, it's not a real big deal in perspective. It's no different than you've got a nice home. John was talking to a couple that had no place to go, no car to even sleep in, and the temperature tomorrow night is supposed to be 26. So when you get, well, you've got to change your perspective as you pray and recognize that the word, <coughs> excuse me, the word is exactly what it is. The armor is exactly what it is. And we are in heaven and have all of this passing through this crazy world, but we're protected. We're taken care of. All the things that are affecting people may pass by you, may even catch you a little, but it will not change where you're headed. Will not change where you're headed. I got, I got tickled when Mike, Mike Tyndall said the Dodgers losing didn't lose it. He didn't lose his salvation over it, but I'm sure he had a tear or two. But it didn't affect his outcome. So, so you walk in with the armor is. You walk in that place. You recognize when we pray in that place of authority, it's, it's that hope that you've got. It's that positive expectation of good of what is coming. What is taking place? What is God doing in this relationship? What is God doing in this situation? What is God doing? Well, you just relax and enjoy where you're at. Well, what if it's not any good? You still relax and enjoy where you're at. Paul said when he was up or when he was down, he was okay. When the tire's flat, when the tire's full, fluid, full it's okay. Well, how do you get there? I'm telling you, if you don't have any other book in your house, this is the only one you need. Now, I'm not saying don't read other stuff on Christianity, but I'm telling you, this will save your life. When you read it and you know that it's the truth, it's the definition for truth is reality. This is reality. Not what's going on. There's, there's, a new, there's a new bill trying to get passed in Michigan right now that uh, a young lady of any age can have an abortion, can have sex change without talking to their parents. Where are we headed? Sodom and Gomorrah. One of these days, we're going to go poof. Now, that doesn't have anything to do with how you pray or what you do. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we're going to be out of here as if you're a believer. But I want to be a good believer. And I want to help people. And I, and I, want, to, I want to stand in faith. I want to stand, I want to stand with my, my, my prayers being so on top of the answers that he's given us, that the enemy looks at us like he, they've, they've got their, he's even got his thought life under control to a big degree. So I can't do anything with him right now. I'll come back and bug him. That's what he did to Jesus. Jesus said the word. He spoke the word, and the enemy left for a more opportune time. Same with you and I. 
So what do we do? We continue to stay on the right side and recognize that God is going to take care of us. Listen to what come to me yesterday. Prayer creates the answer to any problem and protects us through that problem until the answer. Did you hear me? Prayer is the, is the answer to the problem. But in the midst of that prayer, he protects you and I until the problem is solved. It's every time. It's not once in a while. It's every time because he answers every, he says he does. Well, yeah, but he didn't answer this or that. You're still breathing. It's coming. Our place is just to come to that place of recognizing he has got everything taken care of in our life and he will take care of everything in our life. Team, why don't you come up? You know, we sang the song a while ago, The Power of His Love. There's, there's nothing bigger, greater than that right there. Because of his love, all that I just talked about is available for us. All we have to do is accept it, receive it, and allow God to touch our heart and touch our life. Let's all stand and let's close with this song.
eagle. The eagle lands on a branch, and when he does, his pylons ratchet down. And the storm hits him, and he just, he, he don't have to worry about holding on. Because it, it won't release. And he stands, and he stands until the wind gets to the highest that it'll get. And then all he does is goes like that, and it ratchets open, and the wind takes him above the providence. It's the same with everything we're going through in life. All we have to do is hold on to him, and he'll take us above every situation and circumstance. It's a guarantee. So why not live there? Why not trust in him? Father, we thank you. You have given us, you've made us a part of your kingdom by locking us in prayer. And really, you can move, but you don't move until someone lifts up the situation and circumstance, knowing that you're going to take care of it. Like the eagle that's, that's bound and holding on. He's not holding. He's just relaxed because you designed him that way, like you've designed us. And once he realizes the storm gets as strong as he can take, he just pushes down and lifts off above it all. All because you've taken care of every problem and every situation. Let us live there, Father. Let us live in peace. Let us trust in you in everything that's going on, Father. We give you all the praise this morning. Father, I, I, I come against every bit of sickness that's in this building. I come against every cancer. I come against every infection. And I speak life to those individuals right now, Father. In Jesus' name. And I thank you that they're healed and well and whole. All because of you. We thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Call you blessed. You are dismissed.